is a photographer <laughs> drinks broth. Fuck. <laughs> I'm getting drunk over here. This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see, the big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Relic. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata. I'm your gracious host alongside me, the one and only Justin Waddell. Justin, how's it going? It's going pretty well. That's good to hear. How are you doing? I'm so good, man. I'm fucking super nuts. You're super nuts. I'm super bat, bat shit nuts. You're nuts. How come? I don't know. I'm just crazy, man. Yeah. 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 Is that a good thing? I think so. Yeah. Um, so welcome, folks. This is the movie, Microscope. Uh, episode 44. And as you guys probably know, that's Reggie Jackson's number. So, this is a big one. So, man. Yeah. We can't fuck this up. Reginald. Reginald Martinez Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wore 44 in honor of Hank Aaron, who also wore that number. Right. But let's not worry. He's a minor, minor character compared to Reggie. 44. Uh-huh. Barack Obama. Okay. 45. The best. <laughs> <laughs> Weapon. Um... Yeah, we're doing the relic today, folks. We're doing the relic. I know we've talked about it before. It's about time. We did, we did one that you guys have been clamoring for. I've seen a lot of the comments uh, out there. I know. When are you going to do relic? When are you well, going to do relic? When are you going to do relic? You know, it's mm-hmm. like the beginning of uh, Honest Trailers where you just see all these people just reaching out saying, oh, can't get enough. That's us. Yeah, movie microscope. I know why you wanted to do the relic. I know why personally you wanted to do the relic. Why? Rhymes with, rhymes with Selleck. <laughs> okay. Thomas Selleck. Yeah. Thomas Reginald Selleck. I wish. The third. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I I have wanted to do this movie for a long time. Right. Uh, because it's, it's a very special film that's a sort of a telltale of a, of a very finite window in Hollywood. A very miraculous p- window of time. Okay. Where, I mean, it's... It's a fissure. You could barely see it with the naked eye. It's that tiny moment where Tom Sizemore and Penelope and Miller were stars. Blinking, you missed it, folks. Yeah. The relic is the is the beginning and sad end of that era. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, anyway. I'm pissed off that, that this movie came out. Why? Because it squashed the Kevin Dillon blob sequel. The relic. It's a shame. It's a shame. Um, you guys know what the movie Microscope is, by the way? 
Oh yeah. Do you know? It's a show where we we uh we pull out all the stops and we uh we sharecrop our way into your hearts and minds by digging the deepest of all time into films. We like a, we watch a film with a set of bizarre eyes and we pull out those little moments that make or break. Um that really kind of suck the essence right out of a film. Mm. Yeah. So like if we were talking about Angelo my love. We wouldn't be talking about the scene with the young gypsy boy uh creates a, a battering ram out of his own fucking meat. <laughs> <laughs> what what movie is this? Angelo my love. <laughs> By a young gypsy boy. Apparently. Directed by Robert Duvall. You're in, kidding. In the early 80s. I did not know this. So I, I remember he did another movie it, I watched. Oh, the Assassination Tango. Yes. With the woman he was... I think, is he still together with I her? I don't know. Danced her way in his way into her heart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember this movie was on HBO all the time, and it was hung, hung boring. It was so boring. <laughs> I would... Well, I'd have to sit through that so many times to get to something. This right. was in a that was a fucked up time where we had to wait for shit to end old, to get old, to the next thing. Old Bobby Duvall. Yeah. Miss I mean, him. I remember I, I get furious at that movie. Because the, the kid's grandmother kept calling him Shawa. I guess that's a gypsy name for some fucking grandson or something. Sounds like Shawa. Come on, Shawa. Yeah. Shawa. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, I mean, I think it's on criteria. You should definitely look it up. So, Relic, Peter Hyams, we've done, we love the man. Yes. We've done three. We've done done three? Outland, Running Scared. He did do Running Scared. Here's the thing. We watched this on, I watched this, I streamed it on Stars. Did you do that? I own it. So, that's, of course you do. (laughs) That's how people can watch it if they want to watch The Relic Relic, uh, today, tomorrow, whenever. Always. And you have Stars. It's there. It's there for your uh, uh, streaming needs. Yeah. I mean, if, if you guys need to see some lens flares, you fucking click on over to stars and fuck. Holy shit. There are lens flares of every shape and size. In do you think movie. that Peter Himes, like, do you think he's the guy that cornered the market on those? Like, kind of. They were in Outland, too. I know. He might be a lens. He may get not get credit. There's something about his films that that feel different than a lot of films. Like he he He's, really works on the the tone and the feel the look of his films. I, I I think he is sort of a chimera. Like he really wants to be Spielberg in this movie. There's a lot of shots where he's wanting to be some Spielberg. Yeah. And in Alien, he I mean in Outland, he was probably trying to alien a For little sure bit. For sure, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I feel like he he definitely he, the technical side. He really works on the technical aspects of his films um but he you know he hops genre a lot like he obviously doesn't just get he you know he went sci-fi horror yeah comedy he doesn't care no he'll do anything he did 2010 like he do Presidio. sequels he'll do anything presidio yeah, yeah he, make, he makes he's a working films. director he's one of that money you know but he put his yeah. he's, he's definitely put a stamp on stuff yep Yep. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the cast. You already mentioned two of the the big the big hitters here. Yeah. Uh, Penelope Ann Miller, the lead, and uh, Tom Sizemore, uh, the co lead. I yeah. guess. Second. The star of a series of books that this is based on. Right. Which did she also pop back into those? No. Are you sure? You I'm read not, them? I read this in Relicary. And that's the sequel. It's a sequel, but it's not about the a relic. one thing I remembered about Relic. It was written by two people. Lincoln Child and Preston Miller, whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. Child and. 
Lee Pre- Preston Child, whatever the fuck yeah. they're dumb called. It's always hard when you get the dual authors on stuff. Lincoln Child and something, James Preston or something like that. I should have written it down since this is a zoom-in show. Yeah, but, I mean, other other books that have had two authors, I believe the Left Behind series. Ooh. Uh, you know, obviously the Talisman. I hate it. Um, little King King and Straub. Yeah. I mean, what are there some... What are some dual? I mean, that's just something that doesn't happen too much. At least, not advertised. It right. probably does happen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I mean, every James Patterson book now is cool. Yeah, that's more than two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Bible had like a bunch of authors. Obviously. Too. Um, four screenwriters. It took four screenwriters to get this shit onto the two. And those are the ones that are credited. Yeah. So then we got but other other leads. Yeah. So we got other actors. We got Amazing. Lin- Linda Hunt kills it. Famous short. Yeah. Famous shorty in this. Yeah. Clayton Roner. Yeah. Who I. I love for some dumb reason. Um, who else did pop up in there? Popping up, anybody? James Whitmore Brooks James from uh, Shawshank. The Cathoga's in this. Mm-hmm. Cathoga is in this. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the plot of the relic. Is there one? Oh yeah. There's not much of one. Well, it's a monster movie, right? It's a fucked up, dumb, dumb thing. It's a museum horror film. One of many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not... It's a well-trod ground for horror. Yeah. But, you know, it's this one's a little different. I mean, they kind of go into aspects or go into the corners of the museum that you might not know about. Yeah. They go all over that place. Yeah. Um, But it starts... So the, 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 there's a archaeologist that works for a museum in Chicago. Um, he sucks. They start the movie out often. He's, he's hanging out with a tribe somewhere. Yeah. Doesn't matter really where. Nope. I guess. They talk about it, but we've forgotten because we don't. We're not really obsessed with details. No. On this I mean, show. why would we be? But they kick the movie off uh, over the credits with him taking pictures of this tribe at night. You know, which you know, I don't think he has a flash. I don't know what he's doing out there with that camera. And they're brewing up old broth. They're making a broth yeah. for him. Uh, Lee Eastern, and they and he, they give it to him to drink. And he gets deadpan serious. And right then after. he starts having hallucinations and starts to freak out over the credits. Here's the thing. Well, this is a guy dressed as a Kathoga. Yeah, and it starts coming at his face, and uh, he's freaking out. Um, and then the next thing you know, he's worried uh, about a shipment. He's yeah. nervous, and he's on a sh- he's on the sh- ship. He kind of steals An away. Awful moment. I know. It's and then dumb. he's tearing apart crates in the ship, looking for things. Doesn't matter. Here's the thing: I wanted to ask you, what other movies that you can think of uh, start with someone making a broth? It's a great question. You got ten seconds. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Uh, can't think of one. Citizen Kane. I don't remember that. Uh, I guess that those are the two movies. Okay. But I'm just saying that that's a weird way, and the, and they're making that they're making that they use these big leaves. Like there's so these, there's a there's a big uh, green leaves in this movie. So when they open the crates in the museum that kind of get there, they use the leaves as packing. Like they say they're packing leaves. Yeah. Uh, you know, later Penelope Ann Miller's character is checking out these fungus-covered leaves. Those mm-hmm. leaves are – they have a lot of leaf props in this. Mm-hmm. Can you think of another movie that has a lot of leaf props? Yeah. I'll give you 10 seconds. My Own Private Idaho. Nailed it. So anyway, that, the, so that's how the movie kicks off. But so what happens? 
So that guy, uh, he's freaking out on a ship. Then what happens? Uh, he becomes the Kathoga. Okay. <laughs> he does. <laughs> the broth has turned him into a monster. When the ship arrives that he has aborted, they arrives in uh, uh, Chicago. He gets mad cravings for hypothalamus. And the detectives board this ship, this ghost ship, because there's no one on board, board and there's blood everywhere. And they're like, what in the absolute fuck? Yeah. And Tom Sizemore's there, Clayton Roner, and they're... Uh, and this movie, you know what? It's funny. This movie starts off... Let's see if you agree with me. It starts off like an X-Files episode. It starts off like a Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think it starts off like an X-Files episode. Okay, well... So think of this. I'd like to think Himes was aiming higher. Oh, you can't aim higher than that show. I love it. I love it too, but it's small town. So think about it. You have this weird sequence with this this guy getting drinking broth, freaking out on a ship, cut to X-Files credits, and then on that ship, Mulder and Scully. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Am I right? Okay, I, yeah, sure. You don't agree. Fuck. You're I'm tough. just wondering when I'm going to stop here in broth. Tough crowd. I'm tired of fucking broth already. Jesus. <laughs> we didn't talk about the plot at all. Why such a big deal that his shit didn't get shipped? That reveal, like, we're going to fucking Jaws are going to hit the floor. Oh, my God, it's not on the boat. I think that's It gets what, sent to the museum anyway. I think that's... There's a little... So here's the plot. It's a photographer. Drinks broth. Fuck. <laughs> I'm getting drunk over here. Gets on the uh, ship. Uh, freaks out. Cut to Chicago... They're investigating the ship. Uh, something bad happened, and then there's a museum figuring, and later they have a they have a death at the museum. So there's there's something there's a murder that's connecting the ship and the museum. That's really the plot. Uh, are we talking about the death of Fred? Yeah, the security guard. Yeah. So and he's killed by a monster. Are, you, are we are we guaranteed that he died? <laughs> yes. Okay. So that's the plot. I think Nick and I had discovered while watching this movie it doesn't make too much sense like what's going on like it it's a weird i think combination of so i you know the guy at the beginning is freaking out on the ship tearing apart the crates i think he's looking for those leaves or something i think that's what he's doing i think he likes to eat those leaves i do you think he he is intentionally becoming the kathoga i don't think he's intentionally doing it no and then he needs the leaves to eat the right shit but when he doesn't have the right shit he has to eat hypothalamus I don't understand. I don't get it, really. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I read this book, and I still don't remember. I just know that he's mad because he opens a crate, there's carpets. And he doesn't like that. He, I think I thought he loved that. No, he didn't like it. I thought it. he wanted to get comfy well, in, in the carpets. No, and I, maybe the leaves, there's not a whole lot of explanation. But I'm the, glad he doesn't get what he wants because we would not meet the Kathoga. Yeah. And It'd so be he a turned, different movie if he gets what he talk wants. Talk a little bit about this Kathoga. I mean, everybody knows the Kathoga. It's like one of the classics. No one knows it. Everyone knows. I mean, I've. We recently did Wolfen. No one knows that monster. Relic's way more known. Relic's more known, but the Kathoga. No one has the Kathoga on the tip of their lips. I got some trivia about. I got. I, I got a bunch of trivia about the Kathoga. Fair enough. Shoot away. The first openly gay monster. <laughs> kind of. This film's kind of a pioneer. Mm-hmm. First openly gay monster and a, a, a giant monster. Right. Yeah. The big revelation in this film, and this is a spoiler podcast uh, to all our new listeners. Um, do we have? Do we? You would is, know. They ain't commenting. Is that the uh, the sign the 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 museum uh, employees the the people that are 
you know, the whatever they call them, the researchers. Okay. They figure out Penelope Ann Miller figures out that the Cathoga is it was once a human, and it was was actually the was actually the. We could talk a lot about that later. But the thing is, didn't you just figure that's what was going on? Like you kind of figure out from the beginning that the guy changed into a monster. Yeah, it's not. I think the movie treats it like it's but guess a revelation. What? Guess what? I mean, mm-hmm. do you think that's what a movie's job is? We're we're supposed to know. We know there's a shark. I'm just saying that before I think that, Brody knows. I think a the shark. movie's trying to say, "Hey guys, this yeah. is this guy transformed in this monster." I think the the movie thinks it's a surprise. I don't think so. The movie thinks a lot of shit. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh let's start doing the work, Nick. Let's start let's start zooming let's in. Our, let's get our gloves on, dog. Let's let's dig deep. So Tom Sizemore um is complaining at the beginning. He plays oh Tom Sizemore's character, Degusta, is very superstitious. That's his trait in this. Yeah, is that he carries around a bullet that um was fired at was was going to be fired at him but didn't go off mm-hmm. it should have so he carries around a bullet he won't let anybody step over a dead body he won't let anybody pick up a coin that is face down right if it's a penny someone tries to pick it up he's got a very he's very superstitious which I liked I thought that was kind of a cool although there's a scene where he's looking at a broken mirror and he doesn't comment at all about the broken mirror no but you know in his mind he's flipping out he doesn't like to see the broken mirror yeah. so but you know what I'm saying like I, I, did you like that aspect of his character or you didn't care it's good that he had an aspect to his character. Do you not like him in this movie? He's fine. You don't like him in this movie. He's okay. fine. I he's liked fine. him in this. No, it's fine. He's fine. I always thought Sizemore was pretty good in stuff. I always liked him. And he talk about a guy that... Oh, he went hard. He threw it away. He really went hard off the rails. Yeah, what happened? Drugs. Yeah. Yeah, he had problems. He was always he was always kind of a, like a guy that... It's almost like, why is he in film? But he's good in it. He's a good in movies. He was always. He's, he was like. like you can't yeah. picture him like uh, traips in the old boards at at the in the theaters. You know, like. Do you think he did a lot of stage work, Tom Sizemore? No. What do you think his Hamlet was like? Well, he let Ham get in the way a lot. But you, you, the thing about Sizemore is he's like one of those great fourth or fifth build people. Uh-huh. I love him. Like when I see his name in a credit, provided it's not in the first three, I'm uh-huh. thrilled. Okay. First three, we're in, we're on we're in for a fucking ride. Because somebody, somebody fucked up. Well, somewhere. they. I told you that this is the maybe a, a big zoom in here. Much like, uh, well, Harrison Ford was Hyam's first choice for this role. Ugh, are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. By the way, Harrison Ford was everybody's first choice for every male role for. About well, a Peter Hyams thought that he'd love to see Harrison Ford as Lieutenant. Vincent D'Agusta. Yeah, but Harrison Ford said, "Eh, nah." And they went, well, second choice time, Tom Sizemore. Let's get someone at least a lot like Harrison Ford. Yeah. You know, interchangeable. There's but, a, uh, Tom Sizemore is one of the greats at making, like, looking at people funny. Like, make, like little yeah. little visual, like, little cute little faces he makes. He's, like, a tough, he's like a, a tough guy. He always is, like, kind of a rough and tumble. That's his, he's got one mode. He's got one character, really, usually in films. So yeah. that, this is very apparent in the relic. So Penelope Ann Miller. What other, she was in Carlito's Way. The she was gun in, in Betty Lou's Handbag. She was in a lot of Adventures in Babysitting. But what other movies did she lead? Do you remember? Gun in Betty Lou's Handbag in this. That's it? And that's too much. 
She's in Kindergarten Cop. What else? She's in Too Much. No, I always liked her. I hate her. Why? I think she's shit. And I think she has no presence on screen. You're wrong. She she doesn't have the look of a star. Okay. I just don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it out there. You didn't like her in this? I don't like her in anything. I don't like that she exists. But she works in this. She's she's awful. Okay. She's an awful presence. She's got no screen wattage. There's no reason to go this hard on her. She's great. I, I mean, I, she's fine. She's good in this. She's all, I thought she was kind of a, has a sunny personality. She's a welcome presence in some films. You don't have to go hard on her. I'm going deep. I'm going deep guns. Really? Yeah. Why, why does she bother you so and much? And it's weird because I find Linda Hunt incendiary. She's short. She's tiny. Okay. Zoom in. Yeah. So uh, this movie starts off with a one week later uh, title, Meaningless. <laughs> Who cares that a week passed? You know what I'm saying? Well, like, they did spell with an A. But I, I always like I always think that's funny when they'll put that up. Like one week later. Who Oh, it's been a week? Yeah. Who fucking cares. It could be the next day, I would not bat an eye. It doesn't matter. It could be two months later. It doesn't matter. Keep that hey, save save the work. <laughs> Tuck that title. Well back I think in. what they, they they want us to think that it takes a while to become the Cathoga. I guess. There is some probably adorable small Cathoga stuff we could have seen. Like baby Cathoga mm-hmm. early on on the boat ride. Right. We missed all that because a week later. So Penelope Ann Miller's character uh, works at the museum. She's uh, up for a grant. She's trying to get a grant, but she has a uh, antagonist oh. named Greg oh. at the at the theater. I wrote his at the at the museum. I wrote his name down. One of the most punchable faces I've ever seen. He is what is his name? His act. He act. He he did a lot of work. Uh, his name is Chai Mulo. Me. M-U-O-I. I, I, he's been a lot of stuff, I guess. He, he sucks. They, they cast it perfectly because you hate him instantly. You hate him so much. His yeah. character is very hateable. He he has a grant. He already He's trying to take her grant. He does a lot of despicable things in this. He gets murdered yeah. by the Cathoga later. But, uh, at, but we don't, they don't revel in his death as much as I would have liked. No, but Penelope Ann Miller uh, early on says this line to him. You really are a gerbil. Yeah. And, that, and, and people laugh at it in the room. They, they have do. a shot of her. One of my least favorite things about this movie is her coworkers. I fucking hate them. They're barely there. So I hate them. Of course, they're annoying, but they're in two scenes. The second scene is a fucking... With the skeleton? A nightmare. Okay, describe it. It's one of the hardest things to watch in my life. Okay, they're trying to go home, and she's working, and what do they do? They do... They're begging to get the let, for her to let them go home. How? So they do a puppeteering of a skeleton, and they're all cute, and then it turns out they're all there doing it. And then, they, then as, as she says, you guys can go home, they wave and goodbye she's with laughing, the skeleton. Yeah, she's laughing her tits off. That's how you know she's it's, a good actress. It's really tough. I really hate those people. They did not get snacked on by the Cathogo. They left. It's one of the other sad parts about this movie. But she calls that guy a gerbil. Yeah. And, and they, that's, yeah, it's, that's a very... Um, that's something a very a nice person would say to be mean and not pulling it off. It's very. It's how you know she's it's, a sweetie. It's, it's like it's like an Anna Kendrick insult. That's what. Yeah. I, yeah. Look, Anna Kendrick's got some fire. I know, but that, when she first came up, she was she she was that cute kind of and not being a bean a bean counter. Doesn't make any sense. And and uh, she's also has she did not like the guy who became the Cathoga. They make that very clear. She feels he's a big bag of shit. Yeah, she doesn't like her coworkers. She doesn't like the people that she. He's works probably around. a guinea pig to her. 
but I mean, I know you want heart. You criticize Penelope and Miller, but I, I think kinda, we I can agree. Gentle. We can agree. Uh, One of the best prop leaf holders in the business. He's just, she, she really looks yeah. like she's holding that leaf and really examining it. Yeah. And I was like, she lo- it looks like she knows what she's doing. It looks like she's been examining leaves her entire life. I think you there there could have been a couple ways the scene could go. Right. And you know, you could stick a leaf in someone's hand and, and I don't really believe that they ever held, held a leaf. big old leaf. Yeah. She looked like she knew what she's doing. You zoom in. Her thumb ain't the only thing that's green. You know a leaf? <laughs> no, Penelope. <laughs> Jesus. That's her last name. What? Margot Green. Fucking killed it. Killed Dr. It. Green. That's her last name in the... In the, in the oh, you, you want to... You, so, you know, I love it. Uh, the, the kid body is the other kid in, in the museum where the two kids stay behind. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they have a little, have a little night in the Do museum. Do they get killed? They don't. It's a shame. So they... they uh, so it's not like Mimic. There's a... Um, you get worried for them. Yeah, so there's a two kids that get kind of lost in the museum. They they're kind of trying to separate from their group, and then they're stuck in there with the old Kathoga, and you think they're going to get murderized. But, they don't. But I love the kid, the one kid. He's he's trying to he's trying to sneak around. The other kids wants to stay there, and he throws a fucking fucking haymaker at him, a verbal haymaker. What does he say? What are they going to throw us in museum jail? Nice. Fucking own that child. You're talking about Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom name. in. This is the opposite of Sharky's machine. I don't remember the other kid's name. But here's the thing. Why this is happening, why this verbal haymaker happens, the security the security guard that Fred. Fred, old old uh kind of an old maybe in his fifties security guard that Penelope well, they say he's a, they, they they guesstimate his age. What do they say? Later on in the film. They say basically what you just said. Okay. Like, yeah. And you know, he's been there for a while, very friendly. He goes in to, at the end of the the night before closing, uh, gonna sneak a little uh, bathroom uh, doobage. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? Light rock, one up. Rock the old spark ship. And when he went in there, he goes into the stall and he cracks a window. I thought, well, he's just being nice. I yeah. thought he was gonna let one fly. Yeah. But no, he actually opened the window so he can light up yeah. instead of light down. Drop, drop shit. Yeah, yeah drop, drop shit. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so then he takes about one token. What happens? He lives. He gets dragged out, and uh, the Kathoga, mm-hmm. uh, who I don't know if you know this about the Kathoga. A lot of people have been guessing for decades who your Sylvain is written about. <laughs> yeah, so he the man is he loses a head and a portion of his shoulder. Yeah. I think he loses something else. Well, they take the brain out. Yeah, so his he's decapitated. I think is uh he's punched through the chest. So there's yeah. a lot of uh, shoes are untied. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a, con- a conglomeration of mean shit done to him. As he's getting murdered, and you don't see any of this, you just hear it. You see him getting dragged away. They Himes focuses on the uh, the the marijuana cigarette, the joint, mm-hmm. as if to say, "Don't do drugs. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it." And I, you know. Is this film an anti? Is this one of the strong anti-drug movies? Maybe. Wow. You ever think uh, old Peter Hames, uh, Hames ever lit one up? You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Did, you ever think he rolled a? I know he did. Must have during casting. <laughs> I can't. 
how he coped. He's like, are you sure we're doing this? I, I, you talk about the kids at the beginning when they're walking down the stairs, like you, you, you said the verbal haymaker thing. Um, the one friend accuses, he goes, you farted, didn't you? And the other guy says, no, not lately. Yeah. That's a good kind. That's a good, yeah, honest answer. Nope, not lately. Um, whenever yeah. there's a, so they find out there's a murder. Uh, at the next day, they show up to work. There's been a murder. Penelope Ann Miller's confused. Greg, uh, her rival, makes a clue joke about the murder. It must have been, yeah, Colonel Colonel Mustard. He dropped a Colonel Mustard smash. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you always got a Colonel Mustard. Yeah, can't do Miss Scarlet or. Mm-mm. Plentiful poo. Who else were who? Uh, who were Professor like, Plum. That Professor Plum would be a good one. Who else? Miss Scarlet, I think, is one of them. Yeah. Dropkick Dan, right? What's yeah. the other one? That's four. Yeah. There, there's, there's, there's like six, right? There are six. Yeah. Do you remember them? I don't. Yeah. I mean, there's Bruce Reynolds is one of them. Do <laughs> uh, you, you want to know something, something that took me out of the film for a minute? Uh-huh. Do you do you realize what Penelope Ann Miller's character? What she carries her water bottles in? No. Mesh. Yeah, that's There's fair. a shot of her putting a water bottle into some mesh. Well, she always gets, she also gets dressed to, I mean, this movie's not that old. It's made, it came out in 97, maybe shot in 95 or 96, because I think it took a while for the amazing special effects, which actually are pretty good. Okay. Um, but they Plus, did a, they also had to wrap their minds around Tom Sizemore in a marketing campaign. <laughs> they, uh, she gets dressed at work, remember, and she's, she's doing all this weird stuff. It's just like she's dressing as a pirate. Like she's got like a shoestring belt, like she's tying together. It's just, it's very strange. Meanwhile, but James on her shoulder. is looking at his shattered legs and penis, like wishing. It's like I'm, I'm watching her, this girl dance. I mean, dance, change clothes, uh-huh. and I can't even get this action up. He is in a uh, wheelchair. Yeah. Did we mention this? Yeah. This is her uh, coworker, another um, researcher at the museum, I imagine, or at least it's like the dean. He might be the boss. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's in a wheelchair. He's all. He's. Uh, they call him wheels. Or at least the Cathoga does. Oh. Before he chomps down and eats them. Yeah, we don't see his shattered remains, though. It's just, it's implied. Yeah, he does die. And does the, you think the Cathoga ate the chair? <laughs> I'm not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's a legit question. No, I mean, it ate the hypothalamus out yeah. of the chair. That's about well, fair it. Fair enough. Uh, by the way, if you're talking about getting drunk about broth, me saying broth, the real drinking game to play in this, on this movie is just take a sip every time they say hypothalamus. That's a, that's a big one. They say it a lot. And that's what the Cathoga likes. He likes to eat that. He likes to eat that in the pituitary, I think? Yeah, he's a glander. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about the creature. Yeah. What did you think? I love the, the design? I love, I love the Cathoga. I mean, I've been a fan of his since, you know, yeah. since back when he was an unlockable character in Street Fighter Three. Yeah. yeah. And I like, I like the way he moves. I like that he's a man of business. Tusks, fur, got tusks. He's got everything you want, right? And they allude to the fact that he's the byproduct of you know geckos and fucking apes and you know people and all sorts of weird right meat. What but else is in the Kathoga? What else comprises him? I don't know. He's a. You don't see him. That's the, here's the thing. Then you see the shit out of him. You don't see him very much. You, you know he's there, and you know he's breathing, because that's that's his trademark. That's his fucking super trademark. He's breathing. Like you hear him rasping. One of my favorite favorite villains with respiratory failure. 
Yeah, he's got like a Darth Vader type thing going on. He really is like, when he comes to the bathroom, you hear him breathing weird uh, before he kills the security guard. At one point, Penelope Ann Miller hears weird breath. Awful. She runs, but it's just someone with asthma. Just an asthmatic janitor. Mm-hmm. Fucking the oldest trick in the and book. And she does something dumb. This is the next day after the murder. She runs into a bathroom to get away. Which That's is where, where, it's where the body was found in the last it's the, Well, she's in the woman's bathroom, but she still runs into the bathroom. It's not a good place to go. That's where the whoever did the murders like they're like, can like I, can I zoom in? Mm-hmm. She makes it. She doesn't die. So maybe she's smarter than you. Well, I didn't say that. You know her she changed her name. Oh. Penelope well, Ann Miller. What was it? Penelope Ann Dennis Miller. <laughs> Shortened it. Good choice. Good choice. I've got a couple of... Uh, can I pitch some taglines to this movie to you? Yes. Okay, so imagine you're at the marquee about to pony up a ticket. Mm-hmm. And you say, the relic and that cool thought. Yeah. You will believe a museum opening can be delayed. <laughs> Would that be a badass tagline? <laughs> yeah, They and, and part of the plot is they're trying to... They have this murder and it's inconvenient because they're putting on a gala. Yeah. And uh, it's a very important night because they have these rich investors coming. It's when Penelope Ann Miller uh, might be able to get a grant. Um, he's a hob hobnobbing with these with the mayors coming for God's sake. The fucking mayor. It is a. It is. It's like the plot of Jaws. It's inconvenient yeah. that uh, a murder happened. They want to keep things open. And Linda Hunt's trying her damnedest to keep that machine moving. She She's is. not a villain. No. Well, she they. She's not a villain, but she has people that work with her that are. There's a guy that's like head of that security. That guy sucks, yeah. He, he gets fired on screen. <laughs> he does get fired on screen, then he gets destroyed. <laughs> on screen. So uh, that's the thing. The villains in this movie, the people that get killed, uh, the security guard's nice, but there's a lot of mean people in this movie that get killed. There's innocent people, obviously, too, but uh, if you're an asshole in this movie, you get killed. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, horribly. Like the Cathoga. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some... Anyway, so the gala, Tom Sizemore is freaking out. Even though uh, they... F- after some discovery, the cops in the basement shoot a homeless man. They shoot him. That's a weird... It's very strange. They shoot him to death. One of those guys, though, John Capellas. I know. Uh, he makes it. He, they shoot this guy to death, and I was like, "That's a very." They overreact. Like they, yeah. they shoot the guy like six times. He's got an axe, though. I think, but it's weird. Yeah, it's almost like he surprises them. They shoot him, and then they find out that he's conveniently he's a rapist, and he has the wallet of the dude, and yeah. he's got the blood, and so they think that he uh, he killed the security guard. But Tom Sizemore's not biting. He's like, "It's not this. It doesn't make sense to me," yep. even though it should. It should make sense to him. It's almost like he's a bad cop for for not believing it. Right. But he's right. Yeah. Um, fucked up. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to pull out this line. After the clue joke, they cut into the bathroom, the murder scene, and this one guy goes, uh, that's one of the cops goes, He's ha- he was having a little pot in the potty. And he says, he goes, <laughs> I think that's a. I thought that was a good one. Yeah. I don't think that's so good. It took four writers to squeeze that out. Pot in a in the because because if you see it because pot is part of the word potty. Let's zoom in. Yeah. 
it com- it makes up about more than half that word. Yeah, you super zoom. And so there's the joke. There's another thing that happens in this movie that I'm tired of. When she's practicing her speech to an empty audience, yeah, but okay. that needs to stop. I'm and tired. She, well, of she's that. fucking it up too. I don't care about that. And then uh, Sizemore hears it, overhears it, and she doesn't know he's there. Tell me, we've been down this road too many times. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of that. No do you think, more, no do you more think they end up speech. together? No. You don't. No. Because there, there really isn't any romantic connection between the two. Right. They're kind of just annoyed at each other. He yeah. likes her, but she doesn't I mean, seem. There's no. Yeah, he doesn't want to put it in. There's none of that going on. Well, he's remember he's going through a divorce, and he's really pissed the whole movie that his wife got custody of the dog. Oh man, that's so cute. Uh, what's the dog's name? The dog. Jerry. Oh, yeah. But he he says at one point, he goes, how can someone get custody of a dog? Like, he doesn't... He's going through this marital strife, um, and the Cathoga's running loose in the museum. Yeah. I mean, he's having a bad week. Yeah, but Gus has got a lot of shit on his mind. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad he didn't want to put... I, I'm glad there was no relationship between the two of them. Why? The kids would be disgusting. And she, almost at one point, the Cathoga like hits on her. He licks her. He does lick her. It's a little, uh, once again, Kevin Dillon, little homage. What are you talking about? I don't remember this. Kevin Dillon licks a face. Oh, hard he does. At the begin- is it the beginning? Yeah, Paul, he, he licks the Oh, guy. the cop. Yeah, he licks the fuck yeah. out of him. God damn, how do you not remember that? I just remember You want to talk about the evolution of an actor? Yeah. Want to talk about, like, uh, you want to watch, it's almost like a, a perfect example of before and after talent-wise. Okay. David Preval. Mm. Who? So effective in The Sopranos as a as a heavy as one of the guys monitoring the video in the security room in the relic. Some of the worst acting humanly achievable. Oh, is he the guy with the dark hair? Yeah, reaction shots to screens. That's his job. His one job in this movie mm-hmm. fails. See the bigger guy or the guy that gets killed second? Neither of them gets killed. There are two guys in a room. The Red Room. They get killed. Oh. I don't remember that part. Did you not watch this? I just watched it. So they, they're, the power goes out. The one guy goes to investigate. He comes back in and he goes, hey, what do you, what's going on? And his buddy's sitting there and then his head goes backwards. And he's, oh. Cathoga had I must have been already been in there. He turns around, Cathoga. Oh. Well, yeah. he's David Proval from The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, he's the the Apri- one of the April brothers. Didn't think he uh, quitted himself, huh? He fucked up. Well, it's really bad. Why don't you tweet it? <laughs> and I'll add him because I need attention. Uh, get ready to learn about hormones and fungus. It's another good tagline for this movie. <laughs> Let me check out my notes here. Um, yeah, I like. What oh, I, oh, god! Whoa. Huge scene. Okay. They go to the corner. One of our favorites in the movie, Microscope. The visit to the morgue. Yeah. Uh, the, the, you know, the coroner, whoever's there doing the, 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 the Quincy work. The, How do they not hire the lady from Outland for that? That's scene? what I'm saying. It is so much like. I thought it was her because they don't credit her in the IMDb. That it's was, not so, her. It doesn't look it anything is, like her. Well, I, but it sounds like her. I, I That's so funny you'd say that because when I was watching, I wasn't looking at the screen uh-huh. and I hear that dialogue and right. I just assumed it was her. So in Outland, Sean Connery uh, partners up with Frances Sternhagen. Yep. And uh, she plays this very sarcastic... Speaking of... Medical officer, I believe. Robert Duvall directed Angelo, My Love. 
had a tirade on the str- on the set. He was a Sternhagen. <laughs> so, anyway, she's giving him guff in Outland, giving him guff the whole time. Yeah. She's just sarcastic like a mo. Like, she just can't oh, believe yeah. it. And this, there's the same kind of, like, uh, you know, Sizemore's there, the... She's busting jokes, like making jokes about the bodies, like yeah. talking about men, how dumb they are. Yeah. Like she's just, it's she, full Sternhagen. Right. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is that, and she gives, uh, th- there's this awful moment where she basically mm. tells about what each of these glands do. Right. Like the, the facts about them. Mm. And then she asks her coworker, do you agree? That, do you agree on these facts that are undisputable? Right. And he says one word and she says, talks too much. Well, you ask him if he agrees about facts, things that are that are guaranteed, like you know. Mm. Like, making a joke. He's like, you know, uh, when you when you eat food, it is digested and it, and it and then you it is expelled as waste to your body. Do you agree? Zoom in. Right. <laughs> By the way, in the museum, there's they talk about the cleaning the bones with these beetles. That's fucked up. And they show it. Yeah. They don't ever use it. They, there's no way you introduce that without actually having that happen uh, to, like, a character. Well, the Beatles, but we see big Beatles. Here's the thing. In a cut scene, uh, Cathoga finishes off some of the benefactors, or it kills them, and the Beatles do, like, chow down on them. They cut it out. Really? Mm-hmm. Zoom in. Zoom in. I'll tell you uh, what. There is a big, let's talk about this big Beetle. Uh-huh. Oh, let's talk about it. Okay. What do you think? gross the beetle there's a beetle starts to feed on those leaves and, right. and then uh, at some point gets gigantic yeah uh, does like a beetle version of the cathoga I guess that's a stretch killed by the book a book by Pel- Penelope and Miller yeah. s- smooshes it yeah what'd you think of the effect on that look dumb yeah shit you know what his name was Bailey I found I found that out in the credits what is the beetle Beetle Bailey, you bastard. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about the Cathoga. Used to make ma- ends meet. Exotic dancing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a lot of shop talk in this. The researchers are always talking about stuff that doesn't matter. Like, we don't care. I think Kimes had said, I read, that uh, he, he, he wanted to be realistic, and he thought that the only way <laughs> to... But you read this? No, but it's the least realistic movie I could think of. But he wanted. He said the only way I can scare people is to get them to believe in like the world. So I think that's why he's putting, he's pushing a lot of the research into this movie that no one cares about. You just want to see the Cathoga kill people. Exactly. And he does. There's a scene when a SWAT team breaks in or they bust in through the roof, right into the Cathoga had just attacked some uh, hapless victims. Yeah. They come in immediately. So one guy starts repelling down. The Cathoga jumps on him. He, kills him yeah the guys just keep coming in though another guy another guy comes and realizes what's happening falls Cathoga he's run away Cathoga it's a really cool scene the the monster runs up behind him like the host it's very much like a gecko that's where you get that gecko movement grabs him and then decapitates him like as he's facing us which is that's pretty rough yeah and then the last guy tries to get the gets repelling down from the roof he also realizes what's happening. He tries to get um, out of there. Okay, lift me back up, boys. Come on, don't take this long, please. He gets Lake Placided. But then he gets half, yeah. yeah. They get him out, but they don't get the whole yeah. person out. And then um, there's a great scene also 
where uh, a halo's body is impaled. It's kind of funny to see the Kathoga drops drops it a, a, a victim, right? But I've never seen a headless person fall to their death. <laughs> yeah, but it's a first, huh? So I talked about this a little before with you. I asked you to remember a part where some someone looked gave a, a forlorn look and right. a sad look. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. There's two dogs. Audiences when they saw Tom Sizemore's name pop up. There's two dogs in this movie. Oh, that is a great scene. Yeah. So you're talking about it. I love that little, the dog is so emotive in that scene. Yes. So set the scene. Talk about it a little bit. Well, they're in the subterranean. As most museums do, they have subterranean corridors filled with water. Shit and shit. Yeah. And uh, the Cathoga uh, destroys a person. So they have like, has the, there's two German shepherds down there. Right. They're, they're, they're on the scent of something. Yeah. And the little German shepherd kneels in reverence or fear to the dominant species that mm-hmm. Kathoga is. And After his buddy is killed. Yeah. And the other and dog is dog killed. The dog is bashful and sad. And then the owner flips out and he, and he runs after the, the fleeing dog and he finds it. The dog is sad. Yeah. And then the owner gets Yeah. And then the dog con- continues to be sad but is spared. Mm-hmm. That was how Sizemore gets him. He gets a dog. Yeah, he, he 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 gets the dog, and they're walking out together. And remember, his dog's kind of, been claimed. His dog's been claimed, but he's got this new uh, traumatized dog. Yeah, as, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the dog is like, wait, first the Cathoga, and now I got to be Tom Sizemore's sloppy seconds. Yeah, like, I got to be his rebound dog. Oh, it's fucked that's up. That's a crazy week. You know what? The, and well, the the sad thing is, is. Dog died very shortly after he took him home, because uh, I what the Cathoga already knew mm-hmm. that dog had a dog shit hypothalamus. That's why it wasn't want worth it. eating. Yeah, it wasn't worth eating. He died as soon as Tom. Did you know the original title of this film? No, it wasn't the relic. What was it? An American Cathoga in Chicago. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. Should have kept it. Yeah, it would have made it would have made the secondary tagline a lot a lot pop a little bit more. Okay, so we're known for zooming in. Oh, uh, what was it? It was let's go Cathogering. Uh, we're known for zooming in. Yeah, so totally. At one point, the Cathoga rams a door that our heroes are behind. Yeah, James Whitmore in the wheelchair, Penelope Ann Miller. Yep, Tom, Colonel Mustard. Uh, Tom Sizemore and he's ramming the door gonna, gonna get in there yeah. but then stops and rams so hard that it bleeds and it bleeds under the door it yeah. bleeds a weird blood yeah like a, like a silver blood okay Penelope Ann Miller ever the scientist wipes that blood up with I don't remember bubble wrap <laughs> it is a weird thing yeah she didn't have anything to, to in her defense there isn't anything else to do but she just she uh, slicks that onto uh, some bubble wrap and then does starts doing some tests. Well, that's what pisses me off is that one of the climactic moments is her doing fucking tests. And he's asking questions about it. Well, the thing that really pissed me off is that she's trying to do the test and uh, Sizemore is just popping the bubble wrap. <laughs> she's like, you're fucking it up. He's like, I can't help myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, he and, ruins then, it. And, and then even though Richard Whitmore left himself behind to be sacrificed. James? What did I say? Richard? Oh. Think about Richard Woodmark or something? Must have. Uh, James Whitmore. um, He comes up 
even though it was like six flights of stairs, but he heard the bubble bubbles popping. And then he starts doing one wheelies on the bubble wrap and popping them with his wheelchair. <laughs> it does. It's so cute. It's yeah, such a and, great scene. And then it's they cut to Clayton Runner and his group, and they're like, I hear gunshots upstairs. And then he, and he oh, no, that's just my partner, D'Augusta, popping some, popping some bubbles. He's really superstitious. I'm glad that you brought up Clayton Rohner, his partner, mm-hmm. um, because uh, he is leading. He's leading it's the charge. Heroic. He's rescuing. He's rescuing the people trying to get them out of the museum, and he does. He, he loses some people. Yeah. To the Cathoga. To the Cathoga, who seems to be everywhere in this museum. Yeah. Like it kind of jumps around. Yeah. But uh, he, which is why they use the crisscross song as the end credits. But he does. He does rescue people, and he gets out. I thought. He's so heroic that I thought he was going to run back into the museum and help Tom Sizemore. No, as soon as he gets out, he's done. Yeah, and that's smart. Yeah, I would, I would be done as well. My, my, I would be clocking out. I'd be at home eating spaghetti as Tom Sizemore still trying to deal with that monster. Yeah. Well, I mean, in his defense, he does not sure Sizemore when he saw how how much of an ass kicker the Cathoga is. He probably assumed he's he's done. Yeah, fair enough. I like when. Uh, Tom Sizemore drops a fucking haymaker of his own. Yeah. He tells the guy he, he hopes he's interrupting his dinner. Right. It's, it's like fucking, it's fucking both barrels into that guy. Let's talk, I guess we've been talking a lot about this movie. Uh, so let's talk about her plan at the end. Oh, the gross part. Okay. It's What's awful. That? What do you mean? She jumps in that awful water. She does, and that's where they kind of they soften the meat from a dead animal. That's it doesn't fucking, matter. I was that's gross to you. I was skeeving that a little bit. Here's the thing: I was not skeeving all the other violence in the movie. She has a makeshift plan where she makes a uh, a bomb. Like she starts to she starts to she knows the Cathoga is going to get to her. Yeah, starts kicking over chemicals. Uh, she she knows she wants to light the place on fire. Makes a makeshift bomb. Mm-hmm. Pretty handy. But her plan is to let the Cathoga come up to her before she throws it. Yeah, I don't get that. And then she throws it and jumps into an elevator, which she should have done in the first place. But remember, she lets it, and she keeps going closer, closer. Yeah. I'm like, why? Because it's it's what they do in those kind of movies. But, I mean, it's eating everybody. Yeah. But then uh, it and, doesn't. And it's it like makes you knew. wonder, is it, what, did he have the hots for her when she when he was a human? I guess. She he, says pro- she does say, I know who you are. Right. To him, it doesn't matter. He looks the living shit out of her. He does lick her. And then um, she runs, so she lights everything on fire. The flaming Cathoga is running towards her, and she's just in front of it and jumps it just in time into the into the um, thing you're talking about. Not convincing. And then it, everything blows up, and the Cathoga shatters, like it yeah. explodes. Although it's on fire for quite a while. Seems it to is. not impair its vision. It seems to be doing fine. The creature effects in this incredible. The one sticking point I have is the flame and Cathoga effects are pretty bad. Although I there is never a time I go to Applebee's and don't order a flame and Cathoga. I know. It is delicious. I think it's rum. Uh it's like two parts. Um, oh, it's a drink to you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I was going down the food track on this, but No. Fair enough. Yeah. You like the flame and Cathoga, huh? Yeah. We can save that to the part of the show that we she fucked up. Um, a lot of decapitations, which I'm always a fan of. There are very many. There's a lot in this. Yeah, it, it eats. It, it destroys. It eats fast. 
it does its shit fast. You got to give it credit for its ability to and, and isolate. Why a it's tiny doing brain. it doesn't make a ton it of sense. It doesn't make any sense. Here's here's another thing about this movie. Pretty well received. I think critics kind of like this one. That's not true. They hated it. Hate. Movie was a dog. I thought people liked it. People kinda. took wet shits on this movie. <laughs> I thought it was kind of. I remember it being well received. You're wrong. It was it was a failure. Everybody hated it. You looked it up on Rotten Toe. I didn't know. But I remember it being a, a laughing stock. What do you think now? You like it? I enjoy these kind of movies. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad movie. It's not. I think it got. I think you're wrong. I think it got. Uh, I'm looking up on Rotten. You know what sucks is Deep Rising should get all the love. Well, Deep Rising's a better movie. Wait, I mean it's one of the greats. Yeah, but it's one of those movies that, on the surface, to a to a you know a citizen. Mm-hmm. These are interchangeable. It's a monster. It's on the loose. It's fucking taking people out. Hmm. I was right. You're wrong. Currently at 34% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think it was a success box office wise either. Beloved. (laughs) Uh, Has an audience score of uh, 34% as well. That's not good. Rotten Tomatoes is a big turd. I'll look up at the box office. We'll see how much this bad boy made. Uh, certainly made a star out of uh, Clayton Rohner, who was in April Fool's Day. Um, just one of the guys. You guys look him up. Gross $33 million. Almost 34 though, in its defense. All right. So what do you think? Overall, you like it, huh? I kind of like it, too. Yeah, it's a fun mess. It's not a mess. Well, it is kind of a mess. It's it dumber than shit. It doesn't make that much it's sense. It's dumb yeah. as shit. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. All right. But, you know, you need movies like this. I, these are necessary things. Theatrical monster movies are a necessary thing. And, and and I will watch a substandard monster movie before I watch a substandard any other genre. So the dogs in this, the names, I wrote this down as a Zoom. Castor and Pollux. Are you kidding? Nope. That's their names in the movie, I think. And it came out after, after Face Off? When did Face Off come out? That's a joke. Of course it did. When did Face Off come out? 95? That doesn't matter. Yeah. That's funny. It is funny. Anyway, let's do our... Um, let's uh, wrap this bad boy do up. Do you want to talk about more more shit about the Kathoga? Yeah. Do you have some more facts? I, I mean, I have more facts, but I'm thinking more in terms of... I mean, this is one of the... I mean, we're talking like in, in the Pantheon, Misquamicus. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. You got the Prophecy Bear. <sighs> you got some fucking heavy hitters out there. You know, you have the... Uh, Wolfen. I, I mean, yeah. You're talking about like as far as classic monsters go. There's always these Kathoga. There's yeah. always this like kind of the secondary creatures, the secondary monsters, and the Kathoga. I don't even know if it would make that list. The thing in the on the, the ritual league, has mon- a Kathoga look to it, sort of, doesn't Who? it? The, was it the ritual or is it the thing in Quiet Place? One of those movies recently. The Ritual. Or was it Annihilation? One of them had a little Kathoga-esque kind of thing going on. The the I just remember the the sci- the Quiet Place had the aliens or whatever they were had big ears. That's They're not Kathoga-like. But okay. I think well, the Ritual had a Kathoga-like thing. Okay. You're right. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like... I kind of like, had Predator face a little bit, which Stan Winston had something to do with that too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the went back to the old well that worked. You know what else? Okay, let's okay, let's detail. 
on the things of Predator face. Mm-hmm. Kathoga. You agree? The Predator. Yeah. Bill Cosby. <laughs> Super Zoom. I mean, that's a... And currently in prison. Yeah, where he belongs. Love and life. Hope it hurts. Uh, he sucks, for sure. Okay, so let's talk about... Let's wrap this up. But what was What's some of the things we do at the end? You, you always launch this out. I, I don't need to. Zip it down. Come on. People don't care. No, they don't. We don't. We do. We like to do it. Yeah, sure. If you put yourself in the movie... We're going to do that? Where, where would we, you be? Oh, we didn't do that. We have to. I just realized it. <sighs> oh, God. I'm in the relic? Fucking be still my heart. I... Cut in a cut scene. Somebody does a little sip of the broth to make sure it's not too hot. Would you, you turn into Kathoga though? <laughs> a little one. Uh-huh. A little. You, t- you turn a little Kathoga. I, I just had a sip <laughs> before you gave it to the photographer, yeah. or anthropologist, yeah, or whatever. I, I'm the I'm the I'm the broth tester. Oh man, that's a tough job. I would be the the. Um, restaurant guy I just opened my uh my broth my leaf broth business like that in chicago that week oh my god and i was like this is gonna sweep the nation and then all the articles come out the kathoga the guy turned the kathoga he ate leaf broth and i go out of business <laughs> and and it's great because oh my god and your and your name man david leaf broth <laughs> be all be all sad like it, that shit happened. How did it happen to me? Fucking some leaf broth turned something into a monster, and I the same week I opened my my uh, my broth business. It's a fucking sad time. That's a that's just like you can't even help it. That's yeah. just a bad coincidence. But there's a there's a silver lining. Mm-hmm. You took your show out west and succeeded. You think? Yep. Thank you for giving me that ending. Leaf broth Las Vegas. You ever been there? <laughs> <laughs> gonna call it brothies oh <laughs> that was the name of it really brothies mm-hmm. probably didn't deserve to succeed <laughs> and they're like why is it called brothy and i'd be like i'm brothy oh this is by the way doubling for my my uh, restaurant that uh, okay based on the movie by the way um i don't know if you know this let me zoom in mm-hmm. a little cooking broth is uh not the finished product <laughs> <laughs> Zoom in. <laughs> I know. It's like opening up a flower restaurant. <laughs> oh man, we have the best flower. I think you could. I think people say it's like. I know that they say a nice broth and you put it on something. I'm not saying I wouldn't have like bread to dip into it. I wonder if you can if you're competing with a guy that makes just stocks. Yeah, chicken stock. Oh man, the best. You should go. You like chicken stock? Go over to Larry's. I'm so he calls it stockies. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Yeah. Uh, All right. Off. So uh, we went. We I can't. Wait. We haven't inserted ourselves into a movie in a while. Um. Did we, I know we didn't do it for Sharky's Machine. Did we do it for? I don't know. But we have. Did to we do, do it for it. Wolfen? <sighs> Man, we took a shit. Did we not do it for Wolfen? I don't think we did. Damn it. Who would you be? Maggot Wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> 
on Shockey's machine. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so if you have one image, that's uh, the, what's your one relic image? I know who I'd be in Sharky's machine. Who's that? <laughs> I'd be the guy lens in, cleaner in her building, spying on Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, <laughs> going, "What in the absolute fuck is happening?" Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I'd be spying on him, and just getting it. Getting the you know take my shirt off you know and that's not a bad idea. There might be a whole separate film parallel to Sharky's Machine mm-hmm. that we're missing out on. Yeah, rear rear window. Yeah, I I might want to be the guy that the guy that's trying to see if Tiffany's okay. The CPR. <laughs> you know, um, if you were to take one little image though from uh, from from uh, the relic, what's your or one little totem, right? Or, no, one image, like uh, distill this movie into one. Oh, one moment. image, like, one moment. You, yeah, you think of this, like if you're, you know, the, the if you were to have a screen grab, like when you're on Netflix, right? And there's like one image that they show. What stuck out to me this time was that the the decapitation facing the camera, like with the monsters pulling that guy apart. Uh-huh. I I didn't remember that, and that it's horrifying. Right. Uh, I guess that would that would do that. The SWAT team member, he did not live. He died. Okay. So that would be the image for me. Mine would be uh, any shot where it's uh, Linda Hunt in indirect light. Well. Obviously. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're on an island. Mm-hmm. It's, it's rapidly accumulating various debris from things. Mm-hmm. Um, the relic's a, a big one. Lots of objects to choose from. Obviously. Um, but, I mean, you got to think about what would, you know, what would fit your personal... Yeah, this is personal. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't. It's not the coolest thing. It's the thing that that you need. What do you need? Oh, obviously. Okay. <laughs> I would take that huge display in the gal, like in the museum, the mouth, the open mouth of the uh, lion attacking. The it was like a what was it attacking? It was like a stuffed lion. Yeah. Attacking another animal, like a let's just say it's like a giraffe or something. I don't know. Okay. Um. I put that on my island, and then if I was ever rescued, if anybody ever came there to get me, yeah, I'd be like, they tried to fuck with me. Look what I did! Yeah, killed these motherfuckers, and then I, they're 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 posed them. They're they're skeptical. I stuffed them and posed. You're on a tiny island, and they look down. They look down. They go, "What? That's that?" And there's like a placard, like a placard with the. Museum. Museum. I'd scr- I'd try to scratch it out, right, with like, like a rock, with maybe like a hard coconut. I don't know what. It's weird seashell? because, and your island is in Antarctica, which is weird that a lion and a giraffe would be there. Maybe it was a lion and a bear. I think it was like a hyena type of thing. Somewhere. No, it was like a lion and a bear, maybe. Uh, but I would. That's what I would do. I would try to take credit for that. I'd be like, these animals. I got here and the animals tried to fuck with me. This is what happened. And they'd be like, really? Like, mm-hmm. And then I said I made a sign. I made a. I had fashioned a metal sign and I stuck it on there to put my name. But I was so displeased with it that I scratched it out. And thusly, why cartographers from the rest of time will know it as Liar's Island. That's what I would do. Yeah, I would probably. I mean, there's a list of tons of things really competing for that attention. Mm-hmm. You think about it. The Cathoga statue. It's adorable. It's cute. It's like it's like a mixture of fertility goddess. I spent a lot of time with that woman putting that together. I kept thinking she's going to get killed, and I, I kept thinking it was going to mean anything at all. <laughs> well, she's putting this thing together, and she's working hard. They keep cutting to her, and I'm like, Cathoga's going to eat her. She never dies, and she actually completes her work and goes home. 
movie's called The Relic, right? It's that thing is the relic. It doesn't figure in. Doesn't figure in. Yeah, they show it. Yeah. And it is like kind of you get to see what the Cathogos supposedly looks like before it you see it, but I mean can't the Cathoga like be like a bug too? I mean the bug ate the leaf. It got big. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. It's just a weird thing to name the movie, really. The relic, yeah. It does it doesn't make any sense because it it should have been the broth. <laughs> it shouldn't have been the broth either. Could have been the Cathoga. Well, maybe they considered that. They could have called it the Museum Murderer. The Relic does seem like it's a good title. It's, it's a just, cool title, but the Relic isn't killing anybody. Yeah. What's a better title? But you take the Relic to the island. I mean, is it too easy? It's fun, though, because you can, you can pull it apart and put it back no, together. No, I'm taking that giant face. That, oh, The yeah, entry yeah, to the yeah. exhibit. Yeah. Because that's, that's what leads into my bedroom. You nice. got to walk through a mouth to get into me. That's that's good. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to let you take two. You no, can take the relic, too. I don't want the relic. No, you're going to Because it, it doesn't factor into the fucking plot. All right. Just visualize yourself on the island. Yeah. Okay? Stay in your bedroom. Yeah. Look down. Relic? The present. <laughs> Open it up. Do we need to add... We need to add a gifting element to this from we now should. on. Where we we could gift each, each other... Uh, well, we have to gift each other something from the... Uh, all right. Well, I just did it. But... Your motives are going to be a lot nicer than mine. No, what are you going to? I'm going to be. I'm going to be. I'm going to be causing you strife. With don't that. gift me the Cathoga. No, no, I would never do that to you. Okay, but I might. I might. I might gift you Linda Hunt. That's fine. I need companionship there. Oof. That sucked though. She had to give me a boost, or I had to give her a boost somewhere. Like, let it, me give you a fucking doesn't help alarming bit of information. Yes, what we see on screen is her after makeup. Famous for playing a, a, a man, an Asian man, like a ta- Taiwanese man, I believe. You're I, living dangerously. Is that correct? Won an Oscar. I know. I don't remember the, the nationality of the creature she was playing. Very interesting. Great in Silverado. Maybe couldn't really be doing that these days, old Linda Hunt. If it's a female, I'm, you might get a little bit more. Mm, no, I'm playing another. And if it's a weird another race, I mean, no. I mean, she's a, like, you know what? She's English. It's okay to play another race. Hmm. As long as you're not keeping somebody from that race from having a job. So it's not okay. It is okay because <laughs> the whole point is that she's as far away from that as humanly possible faking it. She's not pl- she's not playing an actual... Is she playing an actual Asian person? <laughs> I, so. I thought she was playing a woman dressed as an Asian person. No. Oh, she's playing a... Oh, what a bitch. <laughs> and she's a man. Yeah, she's playing an Asian. I thought it was like a, a, like an act of daring do of the character to pass as a man. No, she so she's playing a man. She plays a man, I believe, and uh, an Asian man. Yeah, but it, okay, I thought the doesn't matter. Let's we don't know about this. I think that's true though, but I'm not 100. percent You're gonna give you're gonna gift me Linda Hunt. Yeah, I'll ask her. <laughs> like what the fuck. <laughs> Are you on your Oscar, but are you ashamed of this? Or? Well, the the sad thing is, in the context of this story, I it's not Linda Hunt. It's a character mm-hmm. she's playing. So well, you don't get to ask her about... She's in character for the entire island visit. And it's weird because... Uh, she's bitching, what's happening at my museum? You're going to want to kill her at some point quick. I looked in the credits, and it was her character's name? Yeah. Frank Stanley. She played a man in this, too. An Irishman. She's not Irish. She took a job from an Irish guy. Stanley, an Irish name? I don't know. Don't think so. I just knew it was an Asian. Penelope Ann Miller uh, wet at the end of this. 
Uh, okay. Movie. Yeah, and uh, that scar shows up. She ends it. Did she, you notice the scar finally? What's no? She got a scar on her face, man. I don't. I didn't yeah, know. She's been fucking. Uh, it's like a a weaker Indiana Jones. She's wet at the end. Uh huh. Because she was been that tank that you think that's so gross. That's what I should give you if you're gonna try to fuck me up. I should give you that tank that you're so grossed about, grossed out about. Yeah. But I won't. I'll give you the relic because it's like a puzzle. You can pull it apart. It's not and have a fun. puzzle. It's a it's a solid stone object. She put it together because it was broken. No, it actually had like well, maybe it was a little broken. Maybe you're right. But she, the way she put it together, you could probably pull it apart. It's a puzzle. It's not a puzzle. Pass the time. Welcome. You're welcome. All right. What else? Is it like a Lamech configuration? Right. You put it together and I guess uh, nothing happens of interest. So what else? We also do something else. Not really. Put it, put ourselves in it. Gift away. Oh, theme park. I already did mine. <laughs> I did it. I make the broth restaurant. Oh, For real. That's tough. And then fake clothes every week. <laughs> That's my thing. Damn it. Give a restaurant that like closes every week and then surprise opens the next following week. It's like a thing with it. That's such a nightmare. All right. It's your turn. I got a fucking relic. Man, that's tough. I could try to help you if you want. I think what I'm going to ultimately have, mm-hmm. this is kind of a neat, this is kind of a neat thing. It's esoteric way of approaching this. So yes. it's a anticlimactic theme park. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pet friendly. Mm-hmm. It's a very ornate recreation of the museum. Costs a thousand dollars to get in, and you go in there, and all it is, it's a, a guy in leotards with a headband who teaches your dog to look sullen. Well, if it's a thousand dollars to get in, yeah, Rachel Ward can afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking side zoom. <laughs> This movie, I wish there was more like it. I wish there was more Relic. You said they made a sequel, or more. They wrote books. And you said they were based around Tom Sizemore's character. Yeah, D'Agosta, yeah. And then if I remember correctly, they actually had him and one of their other protagonists team up in a book. Be still your heart. These guys have always operated like in the uh, in the fringe. Like, Maybe we should they do like, they Wait want, a minute. They wanted to be Michael Crichton. I fucked up. I said that there's the people that wrote books together. You wrote a book with somebody. <laughs> you thought I'd forget, but no, I, I didn't even think about that. Experience. You and Steve Allen wrote a book together. Steve Alton. Uh, Steve Alton. And I, I'd love to work with Steve Allen. You and Steve Alton wrote a book uh, together called the Grim Reaper: End of Days. Yes. Did you do two? We wrote a treatment for the second one. Yeah. Because we were, it was originally going to be mimicking Dante's Inferno. Grim so, Reaper: End of Days. So. Did you? Did you name it after the Schwarzenegger movie on purpose? No. And actually, we, we one of many arguments we had. You wanted to scream the Grim Reaper? Yeah. The end of days thing. Because we wrote a screenplay originally for this. And we, we actually walked. New, we went to New York. And we walked from one end of Manhattan to the other, including we got access into the catacombs beneath the city. Right. You actually did research. It's I remember when crazy. you did this. Yeah, I remember when yeah, you did this. Yeah, and we researched the bubonic plague and the Black Death and... The we read Dante, all the Dante's Inferno, all three of those mm-hmm. fucks, and it was you know. And then, but Steve at the time was going through this sort of religious thing where he was really obsessed with certain stuff, and that kind of fit, found its way into the book. And so, the end of days and the doomsday, and then post nine eleven stuff kind of became his driving force. What do you think of the? You like the book? 
I, yeah, it's heavy handed. It's I hard, do. hard to do. I'm sure. It, yeah, write. it was. I mean, yeah. And I don't have a. I have a. I'm on the Library of Congress, but I don't have the. My credit has been fucked with quite a bit. You so, know? Are you on the cover? I'm on the. No, I'm. A, I'm on the inside. I, I wrote the forward, mm. or the afterward, and then I. I co-wrote the book with him for the most part, but uh, he he had the main argument was. I mean, obviously he's a big name. Right. I was Dick. I did, was even more shitty now. Did you? Uh, <laughs> Did you want to write a book? Maybe that's what we should do instead of a podcast. We could write a book. Oh, that'll go over well. Well, I mean, better well, than this, maybe. If you were to go into like, if you were to go to ask Jeeves, say, "What is the quickest way to get less feedback <laughs> than a podcast?" I could do a book. I, I mean, what could we do? Like a monster. Okay, let's just think of it real quick. I've got a great one. Okay. Yeah. Like about uh, it's about water births. I'm so in <laughs> broth babies. <laughs> nah, we could write a book. We could write a book in our sleep. I hope so. Yeah. I need to do something. That's not the shortcut to success either. I need a shortcut to success because I, I I've been involved in a few books and a cash restraint jingling. We work well together. Yeah, we got similar senses of humor. Disagree. Yeah, me too. We're fucked up. We both suck. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Let's do a man. No, we could we could do we could do, we could do a children's book. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for. I'm just looking for some quick cash. Well, YA. Dog. What if we did some? Uh, did do a, we wrote a successful book? Let's say we, that somehow we did it. Yeah. And we sold it. and We made a lot of money. Like somehow. Where, where are we going with this? What do you, you, I assume you're setting up a question. Let's go to Cherokee. Let's gamble. Let's go gamble. <laughs> Let's do something fun. Um, by the way, mm-hmm. we can. Uh, we win three hundred dollars. We're probably going to Cherokee. So, <laughs> I, I, f- I find a hundred dollar bill behind a book. I'm. Go- we're going to Cherokee. I am definitely gonna start doing something new. I'm gonna start taking classes. I'm old now, though. I'm, I, you're, you're I'm tired of my. I'm tired of my career. I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna switch it up. I think the world's been waiting. Okay. I mean, they're like, hey, yeah, uh, this guy can't. I didn't offer much yet. They're like, there's a few untapped. He waited forty six years. Thinking like, the world has has been denied a few pretty big untapped things. Solar power being used more prominently. You know, alternative fuel. Justin doing something else. Yeah. I think what I would do a plea to the listeners. Uh-huh. Hey, hire me. Hire. Why not? Yeah, I can zoom in. See that we'll get some feedback on. Yeah. Yeah. I I can zoom in. Like that's the thing is my resume. That's what it says. Yeah, zoomed been zooming in. Yeah, lately. Yeah, it's got one bullet point. Unfortunately, you're not doing enough linking in. Fuck, I didn't even update my LinkedIn lately. Yeah, it's hard. That's hard to update LinkedIn. It's it, tough. It's that's one of the most annoying products on the market. I think it's gotten more successful though. It's a little bit, but I tell you, as far as, like, I get excited. I see I got a bunch of notifications on my phone. I look, and I go into that folder, and it's LinkedIn. I know, I know, it's I know. a bunch of bullshit happening. You know, it's all pretty bad on the old internet. You're not wrong. Except at Pod Microscope on Twitter. <laughs> what do you think of that handle? You killed it. You hate it? Yeah. So. No, no, you killed it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, guys. Yeah. yeah. Don't. I'm just kidding about the job, but. Follow some You're not for kidding sure. about the job. You'd love, to, you'd love to step into some new careers. I would, but not because I'm 
begging uh, somebody I don't know because of it. But hey, yeah, for sure, follow us on Twitter and uh, on um, Instagram. What do you, what's the movie underscore microscope? Was the other one taken? Yeah. What about at Zoom in? Is that taken? Well, the thing is, and actually, I. I I, watched I like that movie underscore microscope. Don't get me wrong. I love I love the Instagram. I do. Yeah, I love those six likes myself. <laughs> More likes than <on> Twitter. <laughs> you started peppering. You started peppering it with uh, hashtags. And, and what has it done? It's attracted bots. That's fine. I like those bots. Do you think Tom Sizemore is on social media? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the problem with Runaway. He attracted too many bots. <laughs> Who do you think Sizemore? Tom Sizemore or Tom Selleck after he keeps he reads Harrison Ford's IMDb page? You know who is... Well, I think a better question would be, who do you think Sizemore? Tom or the Cathoga? Because <laughs> that thing is fucking wheezing up a storm in this movie. Last words are thank you. <laughs> I like the carriages of the Andra. Like uh, they're like at least we can hear it. At least we can. And then they see that it's uh, decapitated the woman that had the asthma. Yeah. And they're like, oh. Well, I also like the fact that a little so he's had the breath. You know, it's the my cute little thing at the, the end where laser, huh? he he steps over its dead body. He doesn't. Someone else does. Oh. But he, that was like a, a callback. He well, he he. Tom Sizemore almost steps over and doesn't, and then someone else does. Yeah, yeah. Roner. Yeah, maybe Roner. He kept stopping Roner from stepping over dead bodies in the movie. By the way, Roner. That's what Scooby calls Shaggy. <laughs> oh man, this is a this is a it was a pretty fun movie. People should see it. Yeah, stay tuned for the next movie, Microscope. What? Can you oh. preview it? Yeah. We're gonna do. Uh, oh, we're talking about the fiftieth. That's what we're. For, oh, no, we're, we know. For we're sure. zooming in on that. Yeah, we're gonna. Sh- we for sure know what we're gonna do for our fiftieth. Sleepers, you know? sleepers. Yeah, sleepers for the fiftieth, which will get us ready for the hundredth, which is the prince. We've done almost fifty. Of yeah, these. and fi- by the way, fifty will be the end of season one of the movie. Microsoft. What does that mean? Is There'll that, be. It's what it is. Is that, does that means mean we're gonna take a break? No, we're not gonna take a break, but we're going to um, uh, first. Audience certainly has, maybe. <laughs> Actually, the numbers are up, just comments are down. Not that there was a lot to start with. We appreciate the comments, though. There has been some. There's been some. We yeah. appreciate I'd appreciate We've it. We have 30, 30, reviews, oh, on iTunes. I, yeah, 30 reviews on iTunes. And there's a few people like Blake and... Um, That's nice uh, that people listen. There's a, few guys, there's a few guys that are really awesome. We have to realize, Hawkins. by the way... There is a lot of podcast choices out there. Holy shit, way better ones. Like like informative. Obviously. Yeah. And we're just two uh, guys talking about movies. But, I mean, come on, we zoom in. <laughs> well, the, another great thing is, is that um, we're, we're our podcast, it's, it's really hard to choose between enjoying our podcast, that's the length of the movie, or actually watching a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to dip back into first of all you we should take a request or two i think but i also think we should dip back in and watch some older movies like not we kind of corner the market in the 80s and maybe we should do like a like a 
older movie. Like, I don't watch many of those. Do you? I used to. Like, what are some of your favorite, like, oh, we don't have to get into this now. What's a, what's just think off the top of your head, what's a good movie to do that's, like, older than, like, the, you know, 80s or 70s? Do you think you would like to do on this? Do you ever think of that? Yeah, all the time. I can't stop thinking about it. Like, so maybe, uh, I don't know, like, Miami Blues? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, I got some shit in a shit can. But not not before we do Jade again. 